Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey guys, you're listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk podcast. Now for your hosts, Jason Wright and Brandy Montambo. What is happening, everybody? Jason Wright here with another fabulous episode of the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast, and this is episode number 181. It's amazing. One after 180 is 181. Huh. Anyway, this week I talked to an, another amazing guest. Um, you'll hear my conversation with Dana Wild here in a minute. It was a very good time with a, an exceptionally large number of laughs. I'm sure she's laughing right now hearing that, but it was a really, really good time, so... You guys are in for a treat. Before we dive into the show, this week's podcast is sponsored by FunnelBuildingForProfit.com. If you've ever wanted to build a sales funnel or wanted to understand the pieces a little more clearly, this is a free 30-day course that I put together for you with over five and a half hours of content. You can go in any order that you like and at your own pace, and it is highly, highly valuable stuff. In fact, the same stuff I use to run my business. FunnelBuildingForProfit.com. All right. Um, just thinking, this is probably um, the second to last podcast I'm releasing for 2019, just because there's two weeks left in the year. It's amazing how fast it goes by, my friends. Absolutely amazing. So, anyway, uh, without any further hesitation, let's check out this conversation I had with Dana Wild. I know you guys are going to love this. What's happening, everybody? Jason Wright here. No Brandy this week, but I've got an awesome guest with me. I've got Dana Wild from The Mind Aware, and I'm really excited to talk to her. You guys are going to like this one. She's a best-selling author of Train Your Brain. She's also a podcast host of The Mind Aware Show, but she's got a couple hundred more episodes than I do, so a bunch of respect there. And she went from zero to a million bucks in less than 19 months. Dana, welcome to the show. Yay. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. I can't yeah. wait to jump in. Awesome. So I'm always curious with people and you can run those this any way you want to, um, the long version, the short version, but tell me about your journey to get from wherever you started to where you're sitting right now. Okay. I'm going to give you the Reader's Digest version of the long version. <laughs> so here it is. So back in the day when I uh, got out of high school, I went straight into one of those cubicle jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, I never went to college, just went straight to where I was wired into a headset, much like I am today, except the difference was I had to ask permission to like go to the bathroom and things like that. And I was miserable, just miserable. But uh, one of the benefits of this major corporation that I worked with was they put everybody in the company through a course. It was a 40 hour course about how the brain works. And I was kind of one of these geeks in high school where I read all those psychology, I'm okay, you're okay books kind of a thing. Yeah. And so when, when I got this course, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, angels sang and the skies parted. And I thought, I really get it. I really get when this idea that what you think about creates your reality. Like it was such a shocker. So I immediately quit the cubicle job and I started what I call my grand adventure. You know, I ended up becoming a published author at 23. I uh, worked in film and video. I won two telly awards. I lived out of a backpack overseas for about 10 years. And then I came back to the United States and 
I realized like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm 39 years old. I can't put anything on a resume. I've got no college degree. Like, what am I going to do? And so while I was working in film and video, I ended up falling into one of those home party plan. Like you go to a party yeah. and, um, and I was like, okay, I could sell this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I started the company, you know, like working my business. And I realized everybody was teaching how to how to pick up the phone, how to go to networking meetings, all this stuff. And I thought, why is nobody teaching mindset? You know, because really I had been living this life of adventure, basically just out of pure thin air, you know, out of mindset. And I thought somebody needs to be teaching people that what really creates your outcomes is the way you think. So I wrote Train Your Brain at that time and I taught it to my team members and we ended up going from zero to a million dollars in a year annually in sales in the 19 month period. It just shattered the company record. And maybe as far as direct sales go, in-home party plan, maybe even industry-wide, but for sure just shattered the company record. So I built that business for about, oh, that's all right. I built that business for about six years and then I sold it. And I thought I was gonna kind of semi-retire and just like, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but people kept asking for Train Your Brain. So I found it, The Mind Aware. And I came out with the Train Your Brain CD set, like as my mm-hmm. first product. And same exact results there. Within the first two years, we went from zero to a million dollars in sales. We did six, we had 60,000 on our email list within the first two years. Wow. And really just teaching other people that mindset matters most. And if you want to build a business in an easier and quicker way, action is not the path. You have to start with mindset. And when you get your mindset right, and we've got very specific steps for how to do that, then you can take almost any action and you're going to meet with greater success. So that's the short version. I love it. You said something super interesting to me that I wanted to kind of peel back because it's just, uh, it's so... It's so funny. So you talked about you, you didn't have anything to put on your resume, you know, at one point in this journey for me, so I quit corporate America twice, failed horribly the first time. So I was just chasing money. You know, I hadn't discovered that intersection of passion and skill. And, um, I remember that I was trying to get other jobs in, I was trying to get jobs in digital marketing, which I had no professional marketing background, but I was starting to make some money for myself and no one would even talk to me about marketing they would give me the cold shoulder and I was like, wait, like I'm good. Like I'm good at these areas and I'm talking about coming to work for you. And they were like, no interest, no interest at all. You know, and I would be an employee or employer's worst nightmare now. Because I was going to say, it's probably a blessing, right? <laughs> like, is, you think about it. So I always say like, funny. I'm completely unemployable. <laughs> oh yeah. It's so funny how in one like sandbox you have no value and in the other one, it's like you have infinite value. Yeah, it's totally true. And I think, you know, there's an entrepreneurial gene that, you know, as entrepreneurs, we don't talk about, like, I I think there's a lot of us that just are unemployable. We just are always thinking about like, you know, I mean, as a kid, I was lemonade stands and babysitting Mm -hmm. and anyway, I love money, you know? So I was always (laughs) like, how how can I make more money, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. No, that's beautiful. It's, uh, man, congrats to all the success you've had to this point. You were saying some things and I was thinking Napoleon Hill, Napoleon Hill, you know, and that's, uh, that was one of the books when I got serious because I did the entrepreneurship thing um, as a kid. Like when I was 14, I loved to fish. And at a certain point, my mom's like, and I actually used to come to Minnesota where you are and fish boundary waters and go after the big toothy fish, you know? Oh, yeah. And at a certain point, my mom's like, 
you have enough fishing tackle. And I was like, oh, I'm just getting started. She's like, you're 13. Like you're good. And I was like, I want more. Like, what am I going to do? She's like, go make money somehow. Go so I started cutting grass and I had no bills. So 75 bucks a week, I was getting a lot of fishing tackle back in the, the early nineties. Oh. So um, I got that bug early. And then, you know, when I graduated, everybody's like, go to college and do that. And I never was bought into it. I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to talk about my career. It sounds depressing. I don't want to work for somebody. To come. <laughs> you know what I mean? It never made sense. And then after about seven years, I'm like, yeah, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not going to do this. So um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, there is the, you know, it's in, in, in regard to the Napoleon Hill. I mean, I think, you know, there's a, a lot of people out there talking about mindset and certainly uh, think and grow rich is like the, the Bible that a lot of people have followed myself included. I've read it many times. I think what, I, what I wanted to do in the marketplace that was a little different was that I wanted, I heard everybody talking about things like what you focus on grows or what you think about, you bring about, or you have to believe in yourself or all this. But I wanted to tell people why, yeah. why is it that what you focus on grows? Like, how does it work? How nice. does, what's the, what, why is it that your brain is set up? to give you the results and do it in, in a language of somebody who's only got a high school education. You know what I mean? Like not, I'm not some Harvard researcher on happiness and bless all of those people who do that. But I'm just a really simple person who mispronounces almost half of the words that I'm <laughs> from Minnesota and I've got that Minnesota accent and I'm just trying to help people get it that it mindset is not woo woo. It's yeah. really, it's important. Yep. It's funny because as soon as you spoke, I was like, she's from up north because my yeah. mom still speaks with a central Wisconsin <laughs> accent. So when my mom says like bag, she yeah. says bag. And my bag, me too. Like, hey, mama, bag, bag. bag. You know, yeah. teaser. Can I get a rag? Can I have a bag? Yep. And it's funny because sometimes I'm with her and people are like, what? And I'm like, come on, it's not that hard. She said rag. You know what I mean? It's oh, I get that all the time. My, most of my family's in Kansas City now. So oh they've got, yeah. you know, the central accent. Very nice. Mm. I love it. So... Uh, we've been talking about mindset. Let, let me ask you, I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Do you think mindset is something that we're born with um, kind of intrinsically strong, like, you know, maybe mind stronger than somebody else's or can people be trained to make their stronger? Is it something that can be perfected? Yes. Good question. <laughs> I'm so happy you asked that because, because yes, the answer is yes. I do think, and they've proven it, you know, as much as you can say something has been proven that people do have a propensity to being more optimistic or less optimistic mm -hmm. and that's all okay. What we've discovered with train your brain is that, the more negative you are and the more negative your upbringing has been, the faster what I teach you will work. And the reason why, if you think about it, it makes perfect sense is because if you've been banging around with a negative attitude and you're at like a level three and you've been just getting a certain amount of results, you know, when you apply just a little bit of this, you go zing right up to a 10. You know, if you've been banging around at a seven or eight, I mean, I can bring your life to a 10, but it's not that big of a jump. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, so yes, this can be trained. And honestly, it's so ridiculously simple. Like I, the, I could tell you in three minutes or less, the most important thing you need to know, and anybody listening can just run with it. Because once you know this one little thing, which I'm happy to share with you, the rest is, opens up the whole world for you. I'm so, I'm so curious. You have okay, to tell me so here it is. <laughs> so here it is. Here's the most important thing. Every single person has in their brain a part of the brain called the reticular activating system. 
And I'm sure people have heard that word before. But here's the important part about the reticular activating system. What I want you to think about it is like it's a little matchmaker that lives in your head. And it stands at attention all day, every day, and it listens. What are you thinking about? And what are you talking about? That's all it does. And if you look around the room you're sitting in and look at the stimulation, the colors and sounds and sensations and stimuli, like we'd go nuts if we had to process all this. So the reticular activating system processes it for us. And if you've ever had the experience of, of looking for a car or looking for a new car and you start to see that car everywhere you go, or sometimes people, you know, a pregnant woman will see pregnant women, or I had, I was interviewed the other day, the, the podcast host who just had a baby. He's like, oh my God, I'm seeing babies everywhere. Well, this is the reticular activating system. It listens. What are you thinking about? What are you talking about? And it says, Dana, this must be important to you. I'm going to look for more of that. Mm -hmm. And it sifts through and it finds it for you. So once you get that, like really get it, then you no longer indulge yourself in thinking that you don't want to match up. Every thought becomes do I want my brain to go to work for me, giving me more of this? And if you don't, then you have got to train your brain. And that's what we teach people how to do. Beautiful. I love it. So let me ask you this. Um, when you think about, I'm sure you've talked to a ton of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs and stuff like I have, but where do you think most of them go wrong? Oh, this is a good one too. You're a good interviewer. Okay, so, so <laughs> here's how it works. Most entrepreneurs, here's what they do. They start their business. They're super excited. They're talking to everybody about it. They're even getting results because they just are like, we call it ignorance on fire, right? Yep. They have no idea what they're doing, but they're just so excited. People are like, wow, well, what is that? And people are signing up or they're, you know, buying or they're having all these successes. Then they have the first thing that's a block or an obstacle. And they have that thought that it's like, ooh, maybe this isn't as easy as I thought it was gonna be. And now they turn all their attention from all of the fun, happy, feel good, wow, this is so easy thoughts, to, oh my gosh, this isn't as easy as I thought it was gonna be. Now they start thinking that thought well, this is harder than I thought. Well, actually, there's this problem too, and this is harder than I thought, and this is harder than I thought. Oh, my gosh, I thought this was going to be easier, and oh, now I'm going to have to do all that. And their little reticular activating system goes, aye, aye, Captain, I got it. We're going to keep making it harder than you thought it'd be because that's my job is to match up what you're thinking about over and over again. And so, so if, they, if the people understand that you can choose your thoughts and that you can choose your focus, whatever you choose to focus on. Like the biggest tip I can give any entrepreneur is every single day, make a list of what's going right. Just make a list of what's going right. Because the more you focus on the things that are going right, it can be like, you know, oh, I talked to a client today or, oh, I heard that great podcast with Jason today. Yeah. You know, it can be anything. Focus on what's going right and only what's going right. That's it. You know, if something goes wrong, take the lesson and then ignore it. Yep. And then just focus 100% on what's going right, and you're going to get more of that. I like the way you put that because uh, something I talk to people about a lot is, is similar, but I describe it differently, but I really like that. I say uh, focus on the wins, even if they're tiny wins, because yes. wins build momentum. Boom. And in that honeymoon phase of entrepreneurship that you're talking about, it's like the most exciting thing in the world. And as soon as people get that first wave of doubt, 
or fear that's like crippling, it kills their momentum and it's so hard to get started again. Yes, yes, exactly right. And I love that you say that because it is, it's about focusing on the wins. And I'll tell you something, this isn't that hard to, to turn around. You know, if you, I didn't call my company the mind happy. I called my company the mind aware. And the reason I called it the mind aware is because it really just starts with, and we like to call it busting yourself. You know, if you catch yourself having that thought or you catch yourself in that moment of frustration, that's your moment. You don't need to beat yourself up and say, oh, here I am. I'm thinking a negative thought again. You have to go like, oh my God, I caught it. There it is. That's the thing my brain's matching. Good for me for being aware and catching that. And then, you know, that's step one of the process. Step two is you have to decide, do you want to keep matching that? And if you don't, then all the work is in step three, which is you must find a way to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good. And if you can find a way to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good in step four, feel that positive emotion, that's it. You don't have to walk around. I mean, it's nice if you can say affirmations like money is flowing to me in abundance and all that, but (laughs) you don't have to do that. You know, you just have to find a way to be more hopeful. And to stay in hope more often, because if you can be more hopeful and stay in hope more often, your brain will take you the rest of the way there. It's interesting. I, I'd love you to, uh, maybe this is the wrong word, diagnose me with this. This is an oh, interesting yes. thing about myself, is when I get to a point where I'm not happy with where the business is, I eventually get to a point where I get pissed off. And when I get pissed off, stuff gets done fast and very yes. successfully. Yes. And it's like, you know what? I don't have enough money come in. I'm going to bring on new retainer clients. I'm going to find new work and it's happening today. And it's amazing that I'll go find business and close it. And I'm like, how do I do that so well? Yeah. Any idea what I'm doing there? Yes, I do. You know, I have my own ideas about it anyway. I don't claim I'm not a psychologist and I don't play one on TV, but here's, here's the, the, (laughs) we have a thing we call the, (laughs) we have a thing we call the emotional scale and anger is the first emotion. That's an active emotion. And so, so most people, if they were thinking like, would I rather be depressed or laying in bed and feeling like uh, lethargic or would I rather be angry? Most people would pick angry because at least you feel like you're doing something then. And, and there are lots of ways to get yourself fired up. So some of the ways to get fired up are, is to like, you know, take a walk around the block and just like clear your head or put some music on and dance in your office and like jump up and down. Some that you can think mantras or do. And your, your belief system, you have a belief system that's working for you that says, when I get pissed off and I get fired up, I get stuff done and then I, I motivate myself and I move myself to a, a better emotional place. And so it works for you. It totally works for you to do that because it matches your belief system. Mm. But if it were, if it were, I, I would be curious to hear, to ask you, do you, when you're having that thought process and you're feeling like, God damn it, I'm, I'm just sick of this and I'm going to get something done and I'm going to, I'm going to make some movement and I'm going to get, you know, make phone calls or whatever it is. When you have that, does it get you, do it get you to an emotional state where you're almost kind of fired up and excited to yeah, call, make I calls? I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm uh, at the peak of my game in high school basketball, like in the most important game of my life. I'm like, just get me on the court. And the coach is like, you're in. I get that adrenaline rush. I'm like, let's yeah. go. Who's yeah. going to stop me? Like, yes. my, my mentality is, unless I have a heart attack and die, like, I'm going to succeed because who's going to stop me? Yes, yes. So you're calling yeah. it anger, but I think what's happening is I think your anger is inspiring you 
further along the emotional scale. Yep. So we, we call, um, I have a thing we call it intentional action. Yep. And what I mean is feel good first, then take action. So, so many people, they, they'll get frustrated with their business and they'll be like, oh, I'm frustrated. Oh, screw it. I'm just going to sit down and plow through this because if I don't discipline myself, then somebody else is going to discipline me. And they're in that <laughs> blah, 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 plotting, you know, uh, plotting mentality where they're trying to get something done. And it, it, nothing goes right then. And it takes forever to do it. And yep. so, so actually what you're doing naturally is what we would tell people to do. Awesome. which is say, go get yourself fired up first yeah. and then sit down at the computer and watch what happens. Then whatever you touch turns to gold because you are in that state of unstoppable. Like I'm yeah. a freight train and I'm going to mow this thing over and Absolutely. I'm going to be in the zone and it's going to feel good. And I you wouldn't know, want to get in my way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And most successful people, they do this, these things naturally. Mm -hmm. And so people will say to them, how are you successful? And they'll say, wow, you know, I've really had a lot of luck with LinkedIn. And let me tell you about LinkedIn because they don't, it's so natural to them. They don't think yeah. to say, well, I've got a different mindset than other people. Yeah. You know, but that's the common denominator. The common denominator is mindset. That's why mindset is first stop. And yes, yeah. you can train it. What's interesting about what you're saying is when I started this brand Intentionally Inspirational um, I was writing blogs and I was motivating people, but I didn't really know who I was talking to. So this name came to me in the middle of the night and I said, I don't know what it means, but it's gonna be something significant in my life. And I was like, I don't know how to make money with motivation. Like, I don't know how to do it, but that piece of me is important and that piece of me exists. So I figured out that if I learn marketing, I can get more people in front of my blogs. And I was like, oh, wow, there's people that need help with this. So then most of my money comes from digital marketing, specifically sales funnels. But what's funny is the kind of the trifecta that stops entrepreneurs that I see is uh, marketing, motivation, and mindset. And it's a lot of the same stuff you're talking about. And totally, it's, uh, totally. And you're right. You're right. Because once you're, you know, I'm a very practical person, right? I'm from Minnesota. You can understand this because, you know, you're similar cultures. And so for me, it kind of has to be practical. And if you're, and what I want people to understand is feeling good and getting yourself fired up and being motivated and being happy, it's practical. Because when, you, when you're frustrated, you are restricting the creative pathways in your brain. You literally don't have access to good ideas. But when you get yourself feeling good and fired up and knowing and have positive expectation, now you have access to good ideas. That's when you get the different ideas for your business. When you are excited and fired up, you feel like taking action. Mm -hmm. You know, when you are fired up, you feel like engaging with people. You like people better, right? Mm -hmm. They like you better. You show up <laughs> in the world in a better way. You get into the zone in a better way. You work less because mm -hmm. you're more effective when you're working. You know, people often say, well, do you want me just to sit in my living room and think happy thoughts and hope that money falls in my lap? And I say, yes, yeah, sit in your living room and think those happy thoughts and see how long you can do that before you're so fired up, you have to take action because you, you can't just sit and think happy thoughts for more than three or four or five or six minutes before you're ignited into action. Yep. And then you're ignited into the right kind of action. You have an awesome, authentic energy, by the way. Oh, thank you. Right back at you. Chico. Oh, appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this, because I know somebody listening or a bunch of somebody's listening uh, may be here right now or has been there, but what's your advice to somebody who finds themselves stuck? Oh, I have good one on this. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here, uh, here's the most common thing is people, when they're stuck, they want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, 
I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm stuck. And I can't figure it out. I was going good for a while there, but now I'm stuck. And I'm just, I'm stuck. And I don't want to be stuck anymore, but I'm still stuck, right? Yeah. And so for sure, the thing that's not going to get you unstuck is to keep talking about being stuck. Like without a doubt, if you keep talking about being stuck, you're not going to get unstuck. So the train your brain system is step one, the wake up step, bust yourself, become aware. Oh my God, I keep saying I'm stuck over and over and over again. And my reticular activating system keeps going, aye, aye, I'm your best friend. I'll help you keep matching that up. This is important to you. Let's keep you stuck. Okay, so if you know that you don't want to be stuck, then step two is you have to decide, do I want to keep talking about being stuck and keep matching that up or do I want to shift it? And if you want to shift it, then step three is you must find a way to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good. And step four is feel a positive emotion. So how do you do that when you're stuck? So I've got a cheat that'll really help. One of my favorite words in the English language is the word but, and that might surprise you. But the reason is the word but negates everything that comes before it. Gotcha. And the brain only hears what comes after it. So if you're stuck and you don't know how to talk about it in a more positive way, you can start to say little sentences to yourself like, I'm stuck but I'm starting to feel better. I'm stuck, but I'm open to a shift. I'm stuck, but I like that I can think about this differently. I'm stuck, but I feel some movement. I'm stuck, but I'm starting to feel a shift now. I'm stuck, but I'm open to a new shift now. I'm stuck, but I'm ready for a shift. I'm stuck, but I'm ready for some movement. And what happens is the brain only hears the second half of that sentence over and over again. You can't do that if I sat here and did that for 60 seconds, I'm stuck, but I feel I'm feeling better. I'm stuck, but I'm feeling a shift. Pretty soon, you're going to just be going like, okay, I'm feeling a shift. I'm starting to feel a shift. I'm starting to feel an energy shift. I'm starting to feel like things are moving. I'm open to things moving. I like thinking in my head. I like focusing in the way I want. I like feeling better. I like taking action. I like knowing that I'm in control of the way I feel. You know, now you start to actually feel that way. And it doesn't take long. I mean, we're talking, what have I been talking for 60 seconds? And so now you're unstuck because now you're thinking differently because you aren't saying that same sentence over and over again that your reticular activating system is matching up. Very interesting. By the way, I know Brandy's watching and listening. She would have loved to have been on this episode and you would have loved her too as well. I, I know I would love her too. <laughs> I listened to her and exactly right on simpatico, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. So if you could... <clears throat> If you could share three tips to someone before they begin as an entrepreneur. So you've got somebody that's like, hey, I'm in the cubicle. My life sucks. I'm going to do something about it. I'm thinking about selling candles or whatever they're thinking about. What three tips would you tell them before they get started that's going to save them time and heartache? Oh, my gosh. The first thing I would say is, uh, well, I've already given the first one. So the mm -hmm. first thing I would say is, you know, focus on all the things that are going right as you take steps in your business. And then the second thing I would say is make it your priority to believe in yourself. And you do that by saying to yourself over and over again, I believe in myself. I believe I can do this. I believe I can learn this. I can figure it out. I can figure it out is one of my favorite mantras. You know, people think of mantras or affirmations as like, like I was saying earlier, money is flowing to me in mass quantities, but, but I can figure it out is the best mantra yep. ever. Like I will figure this out. So make it a priority 
to say, I will figure it out. I believe in myself. Things are, things are working out for me. All of these little good sentences. And then surround yourself with other people who are doing it. You know, surround yourself with other people who are on the same path and who are successful and positive in doing it. Because you're going to find enough people who don't get it because not a lot of other people have big dreams for themselves. And they're not dream killers. And they're not like... Um, you know, bad people, they just don't have that gift of faith for themselves. You know, entrepreneurs are, we're a strange bunch. You know, we're oh, yeah. really, we're the, we're the ones that are evolving the culture. And when you're the ones that are evolving the culture and, and changing and the dreamers and the doers and all of that good stuff, you're, you're like a unicorn. You know? And other people aren't going to get you that much. And it's okay. You know, be happy with that. So find other people who get you. Yep. Very good answers. Um, I really like that. It's funny. I, you saw me jotting down notes here on video. So I used to work with a guy. I was probably, see, I just met my wife. So I was probably 21 and I worked at a car wash. And I used to work um, with this other guy that was old enough to be my big brother, but not quite old enough to be my dad. Well, I guess he could have been my dad. So he's maybe double my age, but real nice guy. And I've always had a strong work ethic. But there was people around me, like in the same type of role. I think I was a manager trainee or something but they were, they were kind of lazy and this guy would get really frustrated with him. And he'd always say two things to him. He'd always say, figure it out and get it done. That's all he would say. And at first I was like, what's wrong with this guy? And then I was like, <laughs> it's absolutely correct. Yeah. Like literally most things, like if somebody says, find a cure for cancer, go, you have 60 seconds. Like, I don't think that's going to work. But if somebody is like, I'm going to tell you this right before we get on this, somebody I don't know, messaged me on LinkedIn and said, are you happy with your life? And I was like, Ooh, boy, where are they coming from? And I haven't, I, I said, hell yeah, are you, but I don't know who this person is, but it's like, you know, if you're not do something different, you can't do the same things and expect the same outcome. But um, I find myself telling my son and my daughter all the time, figure it out figure it out. Oh my gosh. I you don't know? know how old you are, but that was my generation, right? Yeah, like, I'm like my parents. Yes. Okay. So I'm much older than you. However, <laughs> it must be, it must be the Midwest culture. Cause yeah. I, I know in 50, at 55 is how old I am. And I remember as kids and you probably had this experience too. Our parents didn't like try to figure stuff out for us. Or if there was a, a neighborhood fight or whatever, they would just go like, go work it out and go yep. figure it out. And it really, there is something to be said for that. Like the idea of that everything is figure outable, you know, and you, you don't, if anybody has ever done it or if anybody possibly could do it, then why not you? Why yep. couldn't you? Yep. Why not? I don't know why I always think about Neil Armstrong walking on the moon. I'm like, literally a man went to the moon and walked around. Like it's crazy. what we're talking about is not that big of a deal. My nine-year-old daughter the other day said, dad, I want to heat up this soup. But every time I put a napkin over the soup, the napkin gets wet. Can you do it for me? Absolutely not. Figure it out. Yeah, like you're really it. smart. Your book smart. Your common sense smart. Figure out a different option. Do but anything you, but use another napkin. And do you something. hear that message you just gave yeah. her, right? I yeah. mean, you're smart. You're telling yeah. them you're smart. You can yep. figure this out. You're smart. I mean, what a great message to give your kids and your, your daughter. She will know she's smart. And my, my mother was the same way. She yeah. just expected that I would figure things out. Yep. <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, I'm a pretty good cook and I can clean and, you know, do everything but major electrical around the house. And a lot of that just comes from something was broken and 
figure it out, you know? Especially now, because you got the YouTube. YouTubes. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> the YouTubes, it's, it's like, so. there's no excuse to not figure anything out, because the Absolutely. YouTubes will get you there. <laughs> well, you've got a lot of awesome things going on. What's next for you and your business, um, say, the rest of this year and early 2020? You know what my big focus now, I've realized like my best niche in the marketplace besides uh, mindset is that combination of mindset and helping people do what I call stepping into their celebrity. So it's really like no matter what your personality, no matter what character traits you've got, no matter what flaws you've got, you're perfect just like you are to be successful and to use what whatever skills and gifts you have to your best advantage and you don't have to worry about the stuff you're not good at maximize what you are good at and step into your celebrity and be authentically you so like my my you know mission is to help people uh, make money by being happy and get paid to be them you know get paid to be you that's the that's the ticket and so I've got a few few courses and a few paths in my world that get people there. And it's exciting for me. Like I'm one of those people, like I want to be a celebrity maker. I want to be that person behind the scenes who helps these people rise to success. And I know you're really good at that as well, Jason, where you're really helping people see their their crap. Yep. <laughs> and, I, like, I like what you're saying. You know, the come as you are is powerful because... Uh, in business and in life, people are like, well, this guy or this girl is doing really well with YouTube. So now I got to learn YouTube, but I hate video. No, you don't have to. There's so many paths to success. Oh my gosh. So many right? paths. It's like, what do you like to do? Okay, do that. Well, how do I know it'll work? You won't know till you try. So try, you know, seriously. And Jason, it's just like you talking about loving fishing. You know yep. what I mean? It's like somebody could have said to you, yeah, but why don't you learn chess? And you're like, no, I love you fishing. Know what's funny. My stepdad <laughs> actually had that conversation with me and made me join a chess club in fourth grade. Oh my God. I, I, had like that a big <laughs> I had a big Afro and I was like, I'm going to tear this out of my skull if I can't quit. Cause I don't want to play chess. So. But it's exactly that. <laughs> and what's crazy, like we were talking earlier about shiny object syndrome with yeah. entrepreneurs. And so we sit here and we're like, oh, I love interviewing and I love having a podcast, but everybody says I should be on Snapchat or on Instagram. So I'm going to go do that, even though I'm not good at it or I hate it. It's like, why do we do that to ourselves? Why don't we just just follow what what feels like this is this feels like me. This feels like yep. me to do this and make that your thing. Nail it. Yep, absolutely. I had a buddy yesterday, uh, my oldest friend in the world said, are you on Snapchat? And I was like, no, because I know my age. I'm not trying to be 20. And my target demographic's not there. So I'm, I'm not way not there. on Snapchat either. <laughs> <laughs> Even though That's my niece cool. wanted me on it. I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So if somebody listening or watching is uh, inspired by what you're saying, which I'm sure they will be, what's the best way they can get in touch with you or learn more about your brand? Well, I have a surprise for you. Are you Let's ready? Let's hear it. I like um, I figured that the best way for people to understand Train Your Brain would be to get the whole audiobook for free, my favorite price. So if they go to danawild.com slash Jason and Brandy, they can get the entire Train Your Brain six-hour audiobook for my favorite price, free. Free and 99. Yeah, <laughs> free 99. Oh, I'm so stealing that. I will give you credit the first three times I say it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and obviously, I mean, there's more about me at datawild.com, but I figure the best way is just to get the book. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that, and I know my audience will as well. Thank you very much. This is fun. I really enjoy your show and I love like what you're doing out in the world and I'm really glad I could be a part of it. 
No, thanks for coming on. And I told you it would not be that boring meat grinder style, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you did. I knew it would be a good interview style. It wouldn't be like that. Here's my six questions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks again for your time and we'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye, Jason. Bye, everybody. I know you're listening. Thank you for your time, your expertise, and for participating in the hysterical laughter that we shared. So always a fun time. If you guys want to check out the show notes, learn more about Dana and what she's doing, you can go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 181. 181. All right. That is all I've got for you this week, my friends. Um, if you want to connect with me on a deeper level, check out our free Facebook group, also called FunnelBuildingForProfit.com. And it's a great opportunity to just network and engage with other people learning to build funnels for their business and for other people as well. As always, appreciate your ear, appreciate your attention. We will catch up with you next week with another episode of the show. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of the show. To keep up with everything that we're doing, please visit intentionallyinspirational.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out our video podcast on YouTube. See you next time.